0: Welcome to another episode of Best Choice Diaries. Thank you for joining us.
1: This is Antonio Feliz and Maidele Lara. Thank you for listening. Thank you for following up with our podcast. Today's uh, episode, we're going to talk about real estate investing and how you make your first investment in real estate. This is one of the many ways that um, that we can suggest and how I started, how deli started. Uh, making uh, investments in a way that not necessarily you need millions of dollars, probably not even hundreds of thousands of dollars to make your first investment.
0: I agree, Antonio. Um, for both of us, since we are both been in this industry for a long time and we've done many investments and continue to do so, we have a couple of ongoing projects, um, it's super exciting. And we're going to be breaking it down step by step for those of you who are new or even the ones that are experienced of what should you should be doing step by step. The first thing, um, obviously is you have to figure out your funding. Where is the funding gonna come from?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. if
0: you if some people have are fortunate enough that have cash, but then there are those that don't. They wanna get into this and they don't have the cash to start. So financing is the first step I would say, in determining, you know, how to get yourself started and going about your first investment.
1: Completely agree with you. Completely agree with you, May. Um, that was my first my first investment. Um, I I needed a place to live, so I actually bought it to live in. And I just went ahead ahead the traditional way. I saved money, um, worked really hard to remodel the place. I got it at, I got a good deal on it. Um, that was the two bedroom, two bedroom, two bathroom apartment. I got a really good deal, got it for under $100,000 and uh, renovated the place and actually rented, and got me a second condo. And that's how I got, besides practicing real estate, which is what I do with my career, then I got into investing. And as I went on, I learned that um, it was easier than what most of us think out there oh my god it's so difficult yeah a lot
0: of people get scared a lot of people think it's so difficult
1: to to make your first investment and it it, could
0: be scary I could understand why people think that it's scary it can be but it doesn't have to be
1: it doesn't have to be so you know with that with that being said uh, first first point that I stress to to everyone that you know we engage in the the real estate topic is determined What's suitable for you? Yeah. You know, what's suitable for you at the moment? What amount of money are you gonna need within the next next four, five, six months in order to make that first investment? If you don't have, you know, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars, go for a condo, uh, go for a townhouse uh, below two hundred thousand dollars, something like that. And I'm just giving a range uh, of the top of my mind so that it can uh, be easier and more f- more feasible for you to do. Get that down payment try to negotiate and if you need to live in it, live in it for some time, fix the place and then save for the next one. If you need to get a roommate to help out with the mortgage and expenses, go ahead and do that. Um, but always keep in sight, keep in mind your next move, which is to obtain another property. Once you obtained a second property and you rented the first one, boom, you became a, a landlord. You became a real estate investor. Of course, not at the, at the, point where you're you are a millionaire or you're producing hundreds of thousands of dollars but you're on your way there
0: yeah and since we're on the topic of the first step being financing um, we're not lenders we advise you to consult with a mortgage broker because they can orient you and tell you exactly how much down payment you're going to need because it's going to vary if you already own another property if this is your second property that you're purchasing or the type of loan that they get you into the, the program that you qualify for. Th- so that's going to determine the percentage that you have to give down if you don't have the cash. Um, so that's the first step. Consult with a mortgage broker. And if you don't have one, then the best source is speak to your realtor and they can recommend you to a lender that they work with because Absolutely. it's always easier. The transaction flows easier when you have a team. And as far as a realtor, mortgage broker... Title company, etc. You know everything flows easier than when you work with a lender that you don't know, or that you've never worked with before. So Th- that's the first thing.
1: That is that is absolutely right. And um, I don't know if uh, you guys might remember the last podcast we had, Manny from Supreme Lending. Um, it's one lender that I personally use. He's do- he's done my the loans for my properties, and I highly recommend him because it's a he's a person that you can sit down with him, tell him your plans. Tell him your, uh, fi- about your finances, how much you count with to make this happen. And with that, it takes me to the topic of, you know, what may touch up on a little bit, which is financing. Um, based on the property, and it's going to determine the capital that you're, that you're going to need for that, for that first investment. So, again, it, it's very personal what you could afford, what you can handle. And the information you're gonna present to your mortgage broker. But again, you can go with another mortgage broker. Uh, not necessarily. We're promoting, you know, just one. If you have one of preference, yeah. go ahead and use it. Whoever they feel comfortable with. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Um, I think I think that's the first step in order to get you to to the next level. And again, you gotta just administer uh, your properties or your property. You know, you got to assess the the monthly expenses. Make sure that you are getting a good return, uh, especially on this market that the rent is so high, you get a nice property and your rent should uh, give you a nice return. Don't go out and blow that money. Don't go partying. (laughs) (laughs) Don't party your savings because your goal is to get to the next property.
0: Correct. And since you just mentioned that, that goes with the next tip that we were going to give. Now that you've already obtained your financing and you've consulted with your lender, um, they're going to be able to tell you what your monthly payment is. Because that's important too when you're making an investment. I'm sure everybody has a monthly budget, a number that they feel comfortable with. And your mortgage broker, after they tell you how much down payment you have to give, they can also give you an estimate of more or less what your monthly mortgage would be. And along with that, then we go to the next
1: Yeah, Yeah, um, th- that, is, that is so important for you to know those numbers, for you to know the figures. Also, I s- highly suggest as a, as a landlord, I strongly suggest make sure you keep some money in reserves for the expenses that are going to come along. And this, I cannot stress it uh, anymore because it happened to me. In one of my first properties, I didn't account for reserves, and when something broke, I had to yep. pay it out of pocket. So, mm-hmm. for for ex, you know just to give an example, if you're uh, renting an, a a unit for two thousand dollars a month, your mortgage, let's say, is fifteen hundred. You're you're keeping five hundred already clean after paying taxes, uh, mortgage, and probably association. Altogether, together, fifteen hundred. You're you're left with five hundred. Make sure that out of those five hundred, you account you save at least. You know, I, w- I would say 150 dollars yeah, a some month, money aside, yeah, for so reserves. that in case that the AC, the stove, the fridge, something breaks, you have that reserve, because it, it happened to <laughs> me and I had to pay it out of pocket. So you're
0: talking from personal experience. Yes. You know, and that's the best way. You know, and and that's why we're doing this, um, to give you guys a little bit of, uh, you know, our experiences what we have gone through, um, being that we've done this before. So that, you know, you can, uh, you know, people can learn from other people's mistakes or uh, the do's and don'ts, if if, if I want to put it that way. So as we already talked about, yeah, you get your financing with your mortgage broker. They'll tell you how much down you have to give. They'll tell you how much your monthly mortgage would be. Then you calculate, like Antonio said, your expenses, you know, and that way you have your numbers. You know exactly what it's going to cost you every month, what your expenses are going to be. And when we say expenses, we're talking about, like he said, repairs. Um, we're gonna, you also have to take into account, you have to insure the property, most likely. The taxes, um, depends if it's a condo or if it's a single family home. If it's located in association, you're also going to have an HOA payment. So that's what we mean by your monthly expenses. Because depending on what property you choose, you're going to have different expenses.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, with that, that being said, it uh, another uh, topic that brings us to the table is if you find a fixer-upper, how do you get into that? How do you estimate the, the values? I mean, this is, to us, it's simple. But if you're not in the real estate world, it can get a little complicated. But just try to keep things simple. You know, if you see a property that you think the value is good, but it needs repair... Just go out there with your handyman and get a rough a rough estimate of you know what it takes to replace a kitchen, a bathroom, floors, painting. Those are the most common I- items that when we're when we are yeah. out buying a property that we mostly all the time we have to repair or replace kitchen, bathroom, yeah. floors, paint and landscaping landscaping yeah landscaping um also it makes the house look beautiful and it doesn't have to be expensive you know my property in hollywood i i planted some uh nice plants and it look made it look really nice so again a fixer upper just try to make a a quick estimate of how it's going to be always account for a little bit more just in case because you never know what can come up when you're fixing the property um estimate that to the cost and go on and and obtain the mortgage amount from your from your lender and expenses and then take a look at the the rent prices Yeah, that's also then, important oh yeah if you're gonna
0: rent it or if you're gonna flip it so it, you have to figure that out too before it, you guys start
1: choosing a property exactly and then that's gonna determine hey i'm left with this much this is a good investment i'm gonna go full force for it but the main main point that we're trying to uh, express to you guys today is that um Becoming a real estate investor is not as difficult as people make it seem. Uh, again, as I mentioned, once you make your first investment, move on to the next one. Hey, you're already in the investing world of yeah. real estate, and it's going to open up the doors to a, to a lot of possibilities and more properties. And again, uh, you keep on working on your regular job or whatever that you do, and you have this property making you a little bit of money.
0: Correct. Yeah, and and like like you know Antonio mentioned. Um, You have to, if you don't know what the rental value, let me touch a little bit on that. Uh, If you don't know what the (coughs) rental value of the property that you're thinking of making a purchase or an investment on, consult with your agent. Your agent can run comparables and can tell you more or less how much those properties are renting for in the area. And that way you can make an educated decision if there's a profit margin with this particular property that you choose, whichever property that you may choose.
1: Consult so with yeah. your agent. Consult, consult, with, your with, agent. Us, consult <laughs> with us. Consult
0: with us. That's important too because a lot of people don't know. you know, They have no way of, of running comparables and we have access to the MLS and so forth. So we have a, a platform or a system where we can check those numbers and um, you know that doesn't cost you anything. Your agent can be more than happy to run those numbers for you and that way you can make an educated decision.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, again, I, 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 keep on stressing, don't look at this so difficult, um, write, write down your goals, um, put a time frame. something that's, uh, doable. Um, don't think of you're going to become a real estate investor within a month or two, make, make a timetable that's, that's feasible, that's doable. And just take the first step and go for it. It's not as difficult as people make it seem. Um, I myself started, you know, by buying my, my, personal property yeah, me then it may, may as me well too. and you just go ahead and rent it afterwards and then you know snowball effect you buy one then you buy the next one you have uh flow income coming in and you keep on working by the time you look back a couple of years after you have a few properties in your portfolio very important always look at real estate and long-term uh thinking and long-term mentality real estate Unless you're doing flips, which is a whole different world, then you got to be very experienced to do that. But if you want to become a landlord and you want to make good money in real estate, look at it in the long term. Yeah. Because, me, a lot of times people think they're going to make a ton of money by renting properties in the first few years. No, and it doesn't so work three that years. way. years. It, it doesn't takes re- time. It doesn't work like that. It takes time. It takes
0: time. It takes time. And you also have to choose the right property because if you don't choose the right property – you're not going to have, that's why you have to do your homework first to make sure that it's a profitable prop- a profitable property that you have chosen. So we're going to give a quick a su- you know, summary of everything that we've talked about today. So the first thing, obviously, that we discussed is get your financing in order. Figure out if you're going to fi- uh, finance or if you're going to pay for it cash. Um, if you're going to finance, consult with a lender. They will walk you through how much down payment you're going to need you know, the funds that you're going to need for that, what your monthly mortgage is going to be. Determine what your monthly expenses are because it varies from property to property. Absolutely. Okay, then figure out if you're going to be buying a fixer-upper or you're going to buy a property that's already somewhat remodeled, you know. So if you're going to get a a fixer-upper, you have to have some money set aside for those repairs. Then the rental
1: value. Figure
0: out what the rental value will be, and then that way you'll be able to see after you calculate all those numbers what your profit margin
1: is going to be. A quick tip on how to determining the rental value, um, if you're not in the real estate world, um, let's say you want to buy a property in a a condo building, just ask around, go on the internet, look at that address to see what's renting there for a two-bedroom, two-bath, one-bedroom, one bedroom compare it and yeah. then if compare it to the unit that you're that you're planning to buy to rent it and it's mm-hmm. going to give you a close idea of how much those properties are renting for in that building in that area in that community and then you know compare it against your mortgage and your expenses and it's going to d- let you know what profit uh, pr- what profit margin are you going to have in your investment and of course may since this is the best choice podcast diary we we have had so many things happen to us in the in our careers in real estate that takes me to a question what has been a nightmare in the investment side of real estate for you or for one for any of your clients
0: oh yeah i have so many in my in my in my brain of things that have happened um in my real estate career i i have one if i had to think of one uh, you know right off the spot um that happened to one of my clients I had the buyer in this particular scenario that was buying an investment property. And I think I've mentioned this before, um, of the transition that I've been making uh, to another county. And in here in the state of Florida, for those of you that are listening that don't live here or or that don't know, um, every county has specific uh, requirements, if I may say so, and if I might phrase it that way. When it comes to choosing the title company, um, when it's in Palm Beach County, the seller chooses the title company, but the seller pays for title. In this particular situation, even though you know I would have preferred to use a title company that I know, that I feel comfortable with, um, that's reputable to me, I didn't have the choice um, because the seller was the one that was choosing and the seller one uh, was the one that was paying. This particular property had a very uh, big outstanding HOA payment that was due because the seller uh, had passed away and the property had been transferred over to their heirs. So they hadn't paid for the HOAs in a very long time. It was a very significant amount that it had accumulated over the years. So once the property was being sold, that balance needed to be paid off. Well, since I didn't know this title company, I remember specifically asking and making sure that they gave uh, myself and my client, the buyer, a copy of proof that that payment had been made and that that HOA payment was made and paid in full at closing. Well, she sent me a copy of the check that had been sent to the collection uh, company since so much time had passed by. Um, So, you know, I gave that copy over to my buyer. The buyer takes closes on the property a few months later goes by, and the buyer starts getting a bill, and we're talking about it was a big amount. It was about fifteen to twenty thousand dollars that was past due um, from the previous owner. Um, he kept getting bills and you know ignored them because he f- you know he remembered that it had been paid off at closing. Well, it turns out that the title company never sent the payment. Oh lord! To the collection agency. And now you know they were going to be going after the new owner, after which was my after the new owner, which All was my client, laws. so it was just a nightmare because by the time you figure out you know because that, that's another thing to reach the proper place or the you know no one knows anything, um, it was extremely frustrating um, so that's another reason why guys it unfortunately it's always best to use a title company that you know because. Things like this happen, and they're very, very uncomfortable. Um, obviously, it was very uncomfortable for me because I was the agent and uncomfortable for the new owner, which was my client, the buyer. So th- that's something that we can't control sometimes, but in the event that you can choose, it's always better to work with people that you know and trust Absolutely. so that this doesn't happen again.
1: Absolutely. So that
0: was uh, a major thing that uh, have, has happened to me uh, you know, of the many things uh, in regards to... Uh, one of my clients that was buying an investment an property. investment
1: property wow that that that's that could be uh, an ordeal quite an ordeal to go through that because it worries you so much and it's your your reputation on the on the on line, the line yeah. with your client. Um, again, thank you for joining us. thank you for listening to our podcast where're you know sharing our knowledge, sharing our uh, experiences and trying to help everyone that has the, the goal or a dream of, of obtaining a, a real estate property. And even on the investment side, you can go ahead and schedule uh, a meeting with us to go over your, your plans, your goals. I mean, you know, it's free. We don't charge yeah. anything for having a conversation, looking at your options, getting you in contact with the right lender to prepare you for for your investment property. Even if you're not ready at the moment, we can sit, still sit down, talk, see where your plans are, and plan for the near future for you to be ready. So, Maidelis, uh what are the ways that uh, they can reach out to us?
0: Yeah, there's a couple ways they can reach us on our Instagram, which is Best Choice Diaries. They can also send us an email, info at bestchoicereincdi.com, and also um, depending on which. Uh, platform you use if you use uh, apple podcast or if you use spotify there's always a link there to our podcast website on that website there is a button that you can choose to send us a voice message we've gotten a couple messages there um, from people or from our listeners um, as we've been asking if there's any other topics that you would like for antonia or i to go over feel free to send us uh, a a chat, you know, a voice message through there. You can send us a DM. And thank you guys for listening and we hope to, uh, you guys to uh, reach out to you guys next week on our next podcast episode. Thank you. Thank you.